Hello, Rosalie. Hello, Brooke. Hello, Chris. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, Chris is on mute. This is just this is just a saucy, aggressive fumble out of the gate. <laughs> I think he needs to be on mute. Uh, if I knew how to edit, I'd take this out, but I will never edit because I'm not going to. Um, here we are, another podcast. And oh, shit, it's very fun at Expo. I had like five people stop me being like, your podcast is awesome. You should do more. It's really cool. I love um, it. All right. The podcast topics that randomly get brought up and that I don't organize before we talk. Uh, uh, three interesting ones. This is almost like a 1A and 1B. Um, and Chris says his audio isn't working. Rosa, does this make you feel better? It does. <laughs> Finally, it's funny. All right. So this is very interesting for me. So how to make operators or distributors, I guess doesn't matter who, more accountable for samples. So when they, when you're sending them samples, you have more control of getting you're more in control and driving to get a response. Um, that's what I have for. That's what I have for the first one, and I think it's really important and very interesting. Um, if anyone wants to share their thoughts, if not, I can share my thoughts to start. I'll go. I mean, I think it's important to just kind of stay relevant. Buyers are busy and they have a lot going on, and they're kind of talking to a lot of people. So staying relevant by you know following up when. With, with tracking, once it's delivered, um, just popping in whenever you can uh, without being kind of pesty. Um, and then I think just having, following up within a few days after they receive the samples to, you know, if they haven't sampled it yet, kind of get on their mind again or check in if if they have sampled it. So what do you think? So the reason, so what do you think about when you first get tracking? Is, is it, hey, samples are on the way to you here's the tracking information well actually i guess i'll give my thoughts here i i because I, i've been thinking about this and i think the best is samples will be going out in you know early next week whatever it is when samples go out i will send you tracking info i realize of course it's going to take you a little bit of time to try it but if you could confirm when product is received that that would be great and then you can send tracking can you please and then and then get that initial confer, confirmation at least because right what else can you do at that point i had someone say that he'll get their number and and be like i'll text you with tracking but that's too aggressive for for me mm -hmm. rosa what do you think i agree i think that's a little aggressive i even sometimes struggle with like the multiple tracking emails like so like it's it's been shipped it's been delivered because i feel like we have such limited um I don't want to overboard them with, with email. So I feel like I will do a, it's been delivered. Did you receive it email? And that's like kind of my one. And then I'll follow up if I don't hear back, but also I, I struggle with this immensely. So I'm not sure if my way is proper. Yeah. I'm going to assume Chris is not with us unless you, unless you speak, Chris. Can yeah. you hear me or no? What's that? Yeah, we can. Oh, you got me? Okay. Yeah. Did you hear the um, topic or question? It's tracking, right? So it's about how often, how you feel about well, how, you how, how to keep the operator accountable. So it doesn't, first of all, just so you have a better chance of them trying product and getting back to you. 
Yeah, so obviously it's very important. I I definitely because I'm sure they get a lot of samples, you know, every week or every month. And I try to just make sure I stay close enough to it. I agree with Rosalie. You know, I don't want to over like overdo it. You know, I'm not going to tell somebody, hey, here's your tracking number. It's due to arrive this day and then send them another update. Hey, it should have arrived today. Let me know if you got it. I mean, that's just a little overkill. I think I'll give them a heads up when it's going to arrive. And then kind of like the day after it arrives, just check and see if they got it or not. You know, or maybe two days after, because then you can kind of get lucky and maybe they've already tried it and then they give you feedback. It's kind of like, you know, killing two birds with one stone there, yeah. you know? It's one of those, if it's a package good, if it's a chip or beverage, like maybe they've tried it. If it's something they have to cook off, maybe not. But I think it's, yeah, for me, my note, my note is like, hey, yeah, hey, realize you haven't tried yet, but just want to confirm you received, right? That's right. fair. It's like someone sending samples, even if it's a bag of chips can be like a hundred bucks. I mean, you know, it's like people ship one day or two day or this big package and then frozen. I mean, forget about it. It's, it's crazy. So I just think it's fair. Um, so like the kind of 2.0 on this, and Chris, you brought up the other day, is when an account, it's clear they're not going to move forward. Or even they say they're not going forward. How do you get, maybe this is a pretty obvious ask, but how do you get feedback? Because I think it's really important to get feedback. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, so um, yeah, this is like huge. This is such a big topic for me. Like I I feel, I take it very personal when I don't get feedback I feel like I deserve and I will not stop really until I get it, you know? And, and sometimes I feel like maybe I do go a little overboard on this one, but like, you know, come on, right? If, if, if you're gonna, we're gonna take the time to send the sample and we're gonna send it out there and all that good stuff. I mean, you owe me, a, you owe me a response. So how I feel is do what you do first, make sure it, it, that's like the first one you send out, like, Hey, did you receive it? That's like a soft, Hey, did you, you know, what'd you think? But you're not really saying that. And then, you know, I'll follow up like three days later, you know, maybe four days later, like four days later. And then I'll follow up a third time. But the third time is more like, Hey, you know, come on. Like I really owe this manufacturer a response. I mean, come on, throw, you know, throw me a bone here. Don't, don't, don't do this. You know, and I word it in kind of like a way where it's professional, but like, come on, don't be like that, you know? And they, and they typically do respond. And, and the key thing here too, is make them feel comfortable. Like it's okay to tell me you don't like it. It's okay to tell me it's not a fit and it's okay that, you know, it's fine. It happens more times. I mean, than we, then, you know, then we do get stuff in. Right. So I always make them feel comfortable to tell me that I say, Hey, did you like it? Or was it not a fit, but either way, let me know. And then I think it just kind of, they feel more comfortable, you know? So, uh, yeah, Chris, I'm the same as you. I am going, if someone sent samples, I am getting an answer. Right. I am getting an answer. Like you wanted sample. It's one thing if a person never asked for samples and they just didn't respond to your email, there's no like, the agreement's different there, but if they request, you know, samples, that's effort, that's money, that's a, a brand getting excited. In my, I'm like, you are gonna give me an answer. It can be this is this product was not good, not a fit, too expensive. I don't care, but you're 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 going to give. I'm going to get an answer. And I was scared in the beginning. Um, not scared. I was just a little bit timid, right? Till I didn't want to like, you know, call out like, ooh, you know, don't don't. I was scared to say. It's, it was it not a fit. Did you not like it? You know, I would always try and just go positive. And then I think that forced customers to feel really awkward. Ooh, this wasn't good. I, I, how do I tell them that? So by changing that strategy, I've I found I've gotten a lot more responses, you know, which is great. So. Yeah, I, I think uh, 
Chris was just bantering here, but it's good. I think it's also, I, I agree with you. I think it's sometimes good to give the customer an out. Like, like you want to be like positive, positive. Yeah, this is going to work for you. It's going to be great. But sometimes it's nice to be like, you know, if this, if this isn't going to work, if you could let me, there's something like that. Like give them a chance to be like, this, yeah, you're right. This isn't going to work. I was just too scared to say something. You're like, oh, but not, no answers even worse. So uh, Rosalie or Brooke, what do you, what are your thoughts? Agreed. I also sometimes struggle with giving a customer the out. So I have to try that approach more, but I'm with you. Once we send the samples, it is like they owe us at least a response. And then also not giving us a response is still taking time out of our day, whether it's like a five day follow up or whatever it is, that's still us having to like, it's still a lot of work for us. So I just, I feel like out of fairness in this world of business, you have to at least like check it off our plate, like get it off our plate, check it off our list is what I meant to say, because they know we're continuing following up and stuff. So I just think like a response is needed. Totally. When I get a response, even if it's, uh, this isn't gonna work for me, I'm honestly like, it's like a split second of disappointment, but it's also like a, thank you. Thank you for being a professional. Thank you for letting me know. Like, thank you. I can erase this from my brain and my to-do list. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all of that. The only thing I can really add is sometimes I kind of play the pity card, like, oh, you know, we have an upcoming call with the brand. It'd be really nice to mm-hmm. pass along some feedback. Um, that's actually worked really well for me because I feel like it's giving a reason of kind of why you need a response in a timely manner or like feedback in a timely manner. Um, but, and yeah, I agree. Like you always kind of have to give them a way out because you don't want to come off too abrupt and like demanding. So at least being like, you know, if this isn't something that's gonna work, yeah. just let me know. I agree. And I also, I like that one. I also, I think it's similar to what you're saying. I almost like the good cop, bad cop. Sorry, Brands, you're just like, you're just like, I, I'm getting, like they're dying for an answer. Like, or like, you know, they're, they're pestering me. You're like, hey, they really want an answer. You're just like, can you please give me something to say? Or Brooke, like you said, I have a call you know, in a couple of days uh, with the brand. Yeah, I think that's a good tactic. Yeah. Agreed, agreed all around. Um, all right, that one sounds settled. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, the last one's gonna be quick and it's kinda, kinda soft. Uh, yeah, so I don't think it's even that interesting. When is it, or I think it's just obvious, when is it okay to text? And I just think it's, it's just, you can never be the first one to, you can never be the first one to text. Agreed. If they, if they want to, then, then, then that changes the dynamic, but I don't think you can ever be the first one. Do you guys, mm-hmm. is there anything, any juice or interest here? Or it's just kind of, that's just how it is. I agree. I feel like due to my previous roles, I have a texting relationship with a lot of people. So I'll utilize that because that's how we communicated a lot. But unless somebody texts you or asks for a text, I think it's very, like, I think you're crossing that line kind of because a lot of people have personal phones and stuff like that. So I think that unless they request or text first, it's a no-go. Please, Chris. I I was going to say, there's a couple times where, you know, the customers reached out and called me 
And we've had a phone conversation. And then I was the first one to text because we've already spoken on the phone. I, yeah. And I had an answer, but I didn't want to call him back. Right. So I felt like that was a softer way to communicate. That's the only time I think I would ever do that. You know, the, it's so that, delicate. That I feel like sense. each situation is so different. No, right. It's just like, it's so right. The reason you would not the main, probably for us, the main reason is like someone wants a more direct, they want an answer sooner. And there's like email, you have a couple few hours if need be, or you have a debt, you have that business day to get back text, right? That's why you do. You're just like, you, I know you saw this, this moment, what you got for me. And it's so, it's just a gra It's very aggressive. Uh, I don't like, yeah. Uh, Brooke Davis. Agreed with all of it. I mean, I, I, I have texted uh, buyers before, but again, it's if, if they requested it after we got off the call to text them, you know, my address or anything like that. Um, but no, too aggressive to yeah, just straight up. It's pretty obvious. So cool. I guess this is the 15 minutes and that is going to be a wrap. Bye guys. All right.